Martinez. I hate people. I hate people. This is why they're the worst. Are you ready for it? Hey, fam. I was about to say, hey, friends. Hey, Rach. Hey, Rob. This is People Are the Worst. We are identical twins who love true crime, hate people. I'm Rachel. I'll be telling my story today. I'm Rebecca. I'll be listening intently. Oh, it's good. Rebe- uh, we have not talked in like weeks. Rebecca's been in Europe. And I tell you, the time zone, the time difference was detrimental to our relationship. <laughs> it really is. We haven't spoken in years. I mean, no, the years. last two weeks, I, me, my husband and my 15 month old went to, um, Amsterdam and then Bruges and then London and then Dublin and it was so much fun but I'm I'm feeling like I'm coming down with something so I'm going to take NyQuil in the middle of your story. Oh, that is horribly rude. <laughs> I'm going to doze right off. <laughs> um, but it was so fun. Worth it. Our <sighs> kid's first flight was eight and a half hours. Jeez. But he was a trooper. On the way there he was? Yeah, he was a trooper on the way there. On the way back was a little tough. Uh, about half the flight, he was screaming. <laughs> and it was oh one of those, like, me and Barrett's being like, well, I don't know what the fuck to do. Like, whisper arguing. I don't know what the fuck to do. Maybe he's hungry. I don't know. Just walk him around. You walk him around. <laughs> you know? Oh, God. I bet everyone around you was <laughs> so way more uncomfortable with that than the screaming child. We're, like, we're partners. And then, come on. And then we kept remembering that we're never going to see these people again. So who cares? But no, so it was a great trip, worth every cry. But I am dreading work tomorrow. I've actually almost like crashed. <laughs> oh my god, I get it. I'm dreading work tomorrow, and I have not coming off of a big two week stint. I just like have anxiety for some reason. I think this week's gonna suck. Yeah, it will suck. And I did look at my emails, and it got to it was like in counting, it was like 430. And I was like, okay, that's not that bad, and kept climbing, climbing, climbing. Yeah. Until 908, and then I got a notice that my mail inbox was full, and my one of the executives at my company sent a request to IT to expand my megabytes. And I was like, oh, my God, um, what's it going to be? My God, so I'm literally is... going to cry tomorrow. But I did have a um, decision to make on whether to start catching up on emails. Which I did because damn my work ethic, but I really wanted to work on my bonus episode, so I did that instead. <laughs> I mean, you got to prioritize priorities. Yeah, I know. I just got to keep saying to myself like, corporate's not going to be forever. Corporate's not going to be forever. So I went with the more important thing to me, and it was so fun, worth it, totally worth it. But that does uh, remind me, Patreon, yeah. y'all join Patreon, please. Come on. I'm going to go over the tiers a little bit. Tier one is a dollar a month. That's 12 bucks a year. Five bucks a month. Tier two is five bucks a month, which is 60 bucks a year. You get a notebook. You get to support a dream. We'll shout you out, which will be so meaningful when we're wildly successful. <laughs> You're, um, and you get a bonus episode. Oh, yeah. You do get a bonus episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. The, the best part. Uh-huh. And we already have one published. Right. And then eight bucks a month which is $96 a year. So less for less than 100 bucks, you get everything I've already said, plus a soft t-shirt that with people are the worst on it, and we'll shout you out on your own terms. So like, 
have a charity that you want to promote, let us know. Want us to plug your small business? We would love to help increase your brand awareness. We know the struggles of startup life more than anyone. Have, For real. Have a friend you want to embarrass? <laughs> we would love to blow his or her spot up. Give yeah. us the hot goss. We'll do it. Oh, my God. That would be a good one. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny? And actually, speaking of which, then, we do have some shout outs to to give. Oh, yeah. We have pay- patrons um, since we launched it. So, shout out, Laura Catherine, <laughs> Bunny, we know you, uh, Emily. Well, I'm not going to do, f- yeah, I want to do last names. So, M, Emily K, Lauren, Lois, <laughs> mm-hmm. Christina, Sarah, and Grace. Thanks, y'all. y'all are the best. Wait, and Lacey, where's Lacey? She commented. And Lacey, y'all, thank y'all so much. Y'all are early adopters to our Patreon, and y'all are just going to send me into a tailspin of emotions, you know? Totally. Y'all are going to, actually, everyone listening is the best, because, you know, we are almost at 10,000 downloads, which is like, (laughs) oh, my God, y'all, please keep telling people. Tell all your friends. Threaten them if you have to. Don't underestimate the use of force. Come on. Oh, my God, Totally. Please keep that word of mouth going. 10,000 downloads. It's amazing. I know. It's fun. I know. It makes me feel real, like, promising. Like, it's, you know. Yeah. Um, I did laugh at that. Our most recent review is a good one. I love the review. And it says, listen at one and a quarter speed, which I'm like, that's because of me. Because sometimes when I'm listening, I'm like, get it out. That That's all Rachel. <laughs> So apologies. I'll try to speed it up. Once I was watching, it did remind me though, once I was early in my listening to podcast days, I was listening to last podcast on the left. And I don't know how I accidentally put it on two times the speed and I was losing my mind. I didn't realize I did it. I was like, did they do cocaine before this episode? I'm going to kill them. It was so irritating. And then I looked down, I was like, Oh, it's on two times the speed. I forgot that you can do, you can speed it up like one and a half or two times. That's, that seems so unnecessary. I feel like you don't talk slow. Maybe it's me. I have no idea. So, um, Maybe it's whatever. you. Who knows? Who cares? But I loved that <laughs> suggestion because I did forget you could do that. But I, but I, sometimes I do listen. I'm like, oh, to t- today, Junior. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I do that too. <laughs> but I, I stumble over my words a lot. I need to take a speech class or something or some shit, but you know. I'm not gonna, so. <laughs> so figure that one out. So figure that one out. But if you don't join our Patreon, we will have a web. We have a website now where you can oh, yeah, yeah. buy all this stuff. And we do have a mock-up of a coffee mug with people are the worst on it, which I'm like, should we get that? Would that be, would y'all like that more than? I would like that. Yeah. Um, I think we should. Um, the website is peopleartheworstpod.com. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's merch, the pod you know general stuff small merch where we we're not like investing all of our funds into merch yet you know yet yet depends yeah what else did you have are oh are you watching the Dahmer series um we did watch episode one but it I don't know if it was because I was eating I kind of just like started grossing me out it did I do now that I've gotten one under my belt, I do want to finish it because I think it's just going to be the trial. Because, oh. spoiler alert, but it starts off with his last almost victim. So he's not going to be, it's not going to be 10 episodes of him eating people. Well, 
I'm boycotting it. Why? Because the victim's families have come out saying it's like re-traumatizing. They really hate that no one asked them. No, they oh. Netflix didn't come to them at all. Rita Isbell's sister was one of his victims, and she like has a series of tweets, or maybe she wrote. I read an article about her thoughts on it, and she is like really upset about it. Oh. No one asked them. No one reached out. They're made. It's wildly popular so they're making a ton of money off of it she's like not we're, victims aren't getting any of that victims families aren't getting any of that like and it's very realistic she said she when she saw the there's a clip going around that's viral of like 1991 during the trial and the actual series and she was like i thought it was me it's same clothes her exact victim in, impact statement she was like it's just really it's like bringing up all this stuff again wait you didn't tell me this offline on purpose you make me look like a bitch now i'm gonna boycott too obviously but uh well that's known i've read more about that like that has been out on twitter that's been everywhere more so i've been traveling i didn't know i'm not in the know right now but oh well i just told you today that i'm boycotting and i guess i I, you didn't ask why figured i'd tell you here yeah (laughs) No, the, they are not happy about it at all. And it's sad. That is sad. His voice is, that's the first thing I said. I was like, whoa, he nailed his voice. Ew. It's disgusting. But, yeah. So. Okay. Well, now. I don't, I, I'm not into it. And even without that, even if I, I do, if with the profits that show's probably getting, I think the victim's family should get a yeah, piece a of little it, retribution. Obviously. Yeah. But even without that, it's like a Ted Bundy scene. Like, I'm like, we know everything there is to know. I don't, what am I going to learn by watching this? I don't want to. Oh, I, I know. Him. But um, Barrett was willing to watch it, and he does not know anything about it. So I was like, I would be interested to see your reaction. Uh, but, but now I'm not going to because we're going to boycott it. There you go. That's terrible. Yeah. I, I know. So that's why. Did you see that um, Halloween has yet another movie coming up? Halloween Ends? The movie? Yes. I hope it doesn't really end. It doesn't. There's going to be a sequel next year. (laughs) You know there is. If you don't know already, we are obsessed with the Halloween franchise. (laughs) I cannot wait for the sequel of Halloween Ends because they say it's going to be the last. But like they said, H2O is going to be the last. He got decapitated. She she decapitated him and they still made like four more. (laughs) They were just like, we're just going to say it was the wrong guy. I know. like, it, it's so good. I know. And I, I think mom said she saw the first Halloween in theaters, and we've seen a Halloween, like a new Halloween in theaters, and I want my children to see a new Halloween in theaters, you know? I promise you they will still be going. <laughs> I, watched, I watched Halloween 4 today. <gasps> and, Me too. And it was on. Yeah, I was so happy. I know. You know. It's an 80s movies, and so they're very lax about what's wrong and right, and I crack up. When the chief of police <laughs> oh God. hands the gun to a teenager and says, go in the attic and use this <laughs> if needed. And the teenager goes, um, maybe if something's going on, I should call, I my, call parents. my parents. He's like, just get up there. <laughs> it's the, and it's, um, what's his name? I'm dazed and confused. Yeah. Oh my God. That is, it cracks me up every time. And then his daughter's wearing a t-shirt that says, cops do it by the books. I'm like, the fuck they do? They hand... Guns to children and tell them to go to the scariest room in the house and wait for his serial killer. And <laughs> when he like, so yeah, funny. It's so good. 
I watched, yeah, it was on today and then followed by Halloween 5 and I was cracking up in Halloween 5. I've seen it 400 times, but I don't know why. I was like, what the hell is happening when Tina and the blonde girl are in the field like talking about how the blonde girl is going to lose her virginity? Michael Myers is just standing Uh in the tree directly behind him with the biggest knife I've ever seen. Like, (laughs) like, this is not inconspicuous. I know. It's like in Halloween 6 when they ended with him in the jail cell. And he still has his mask on and everything. I'm like, oh, they let you keep that on, did they? That's nice. Y'all, God. best movie franchise there is. Hands down, challenge it. I dare you. Oh, my God. Everyone go have a Halloween marathon right now. They're hilarious. Oh, they're so good. Okay. Um, that's all I had. I think that's it. That's probably going to be our longest intro because we have not talked. And I sent Rebecca the meme of, rose and titanic saying it's been 84 years (laughs) oh yeah you did because for real all right so i guess we can start again this is rachel i am telling the story of ellen halbert okay i don't i don't know if i know this one let's let's hear it i'd be shocked if we've never talked about this before because i think about it kind of a lot oh actually okay well can't wait all right, my sources are F3 Magazine, Larry King Live. Mm-hmm. I like read a transcript from Larry King Live. Nice. Blurredbylines.com. And the main source, I Survive. Hell yeah. Love a survival. Here we go. I really do think about this far more than I would like. Hmm. All right, it was a nice morning in September 1986 in Austin, Texas. Ellen Halbert's husband went to play golf and her son went to school. So she had a slow morning reading the newspaper, drinking coffee. I'm sure relishing in an empty house like I would. Holy shit. All right. I know it. <laughs> no, you don't. Yes, I do. Oh, my God. I like thought about doing this months ago. And then I was like, it's too gruesome. I'm scared. Oh, well, I'm not getting I'm too squeamish to uh-huh. get there. Yep, I, I know exactly what. Yep. Okay, go on. Sorry, I know it. She's a badass. Didn't know her name at first. Let's go. Let's go. So she's having a slow morning. No one's home. So she's like, yes, I can drink my coffee with some F and peace, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, But she does have a busy day ahead of her. So she goes upstairs to take a shower and get ready for her day. When she gets out of the shower, there is a man in the corner of her bathroom in a full ninja suit. Mm -hmm. Ugh. The only part of him she could see is the skin around his eyes. I'm ill. Nightmares. That is what nightmares are made of. In his right hand, he's holding what she described as the biggest knife she's ever seen. It was actually a meat cleaver. Oh. Those, like, thick-ass knives. I don't remember the meat cleaver. That's disgusting and petrifying. Yeah. Obviously, being in absolute shock, you know what she did? No. Laughed at him. Oh, that's right. She thought someone was playing a joke on her. Oh, poor thing. She very quickly realized, unfortunately, that was not the case. The man starts screaming at her to get on the floor and starts trying to push her down. A struggle ensues, and it takes them out of the bathroom into her bedroom. And he's still trying to get her on the ground, but she's fighting like hell. He backhands her. She falls to the ground. She gets right back up. He backhands her again. Same thing. She falls, gets right back up. In the interview, she said there was no way she was staying on the floor. Mm -hmm. 
So she sits on the edge of her bed, pulls her legs up to her chest. She like, doesn't really know why, but she's naked. Like, she's only in a towel. She's naked. So yeah. she's just, like, I think trying to cover as much as she can. Yeah, you're already so vulnerable naked. And yeah. now you're being beaten by a stranger. Ugh. Right. He comes over, drags his knife along her feet, and says, my knives are a lot sharper than your knives. He binds Ellen's hands and feet with tape, tells her to close her eyes, and ties his mask around her face so she can't see anything. And then he tells her, quote, it's a shame you can't see me. I'm half white, half black, and very good looking. Which is probably such bullshit. He's probably trying to throw her off the... Or is he? I've never Googled him, I don't think. Well, well, you will after this. Yeah. No, I think he's telling the truth, I think. But she's just like, what? Hmm. He then paces back and forth, asking her how much money they have in the bank, how much money she could get from work. So she tells him she'll drive him to the bank, write him a check. He can have every dime. Mm-hmm. In response, he says, you're going to have a very bad accident. <gasps> what? Like, it's just like, oh, my God, I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. All of this is such a man fuck yeah so then he keeps chatting he tells her that he's a drifter he's been drifting around austin for about two months he also said that he knew that her husband was out playing golf and that her son was at school and neither would be back for a while how did he know that because he had been living in their attic for two days he even went on to prove it by telling her other things that happened around the house over the past two days and he was right is so creepy. Do we know why he chose their house? That is what I don't know. No. But my God. Okay. How unsatisfying. But okay. I know it's really unsatisfying. It's actually <laughs> kind of shocking how there's not a lot on this case at yeah. all. Yeah. Or about him, really. I dug about him. Okay. So anyway, mm. she keeps begging him to leave. Obviously, he won't. He then told her what he had planned is scary yeah. he said he was gonna rape her although in the i survived she said he did not use those words <laughs> so i'm sure it was a lot more vulgar oh god and he said it didn't matter what he wanted to do to her because he was never gonna get caught so he cuts the tape off her ankles demands mm-hmm. she gets back on the bed after he rapes her he tells her how much he enjoyed it ew <sighs> fucker monster Then he tapes her legs back together and goes and takes a shower. At this point, he has been there for an hour. Can you imagine? Like, it probably felt like he was there all day. After an hour, that's already a long time. But in that situation, I would imagine even 10 minutes would have felt like an hour. Oh, 100%. I bet. Just go ahead and kill me, please. The anticipation is just, this is too much. Yeah. So he's in the shower. She was too scared to try to run her legs and hands are bound so she'd have to hop down the stairs she was just scared that he would get out of the shower before she made it Mm -hmm. and then kill her right so after the shower he puts the ninja suit back on shows her a check that he had written for six hundred dollars and told her to sign it and make it out to him troy eugene wiggly (laughs) i'm an idiot but no i would be like no problem signature uh, yeah so obviously she does it but i was i thought that too i was like you're an idiot but then I'm putting myself in her position. That would be the scariest part of the whole. If he's willing to say his name, yeah, yeah, I'd be like, you're definitely going to kill me. Right. 
So that I was like, no, that actually would be really scary. Oh, yeah. So she does it, of course. He then tied her hands back, told her to go in the bathroom and get in the fetal position. When she did, she said she felt a huge blow to the right side of her head. He had hit her with a hammer. This is the part I'm not going into details about. I'm squeamish, and it's really bad. Squeamish Uh, about heads. Say that. Yeah. About head injuries and um, your your scalp. I'll say it. Rach Rach does not do that word. She won't do that word. Hate that word. She will not say the S word. Oh, God. I hate that word so much. Yeah. So that's why I'm so shocked you're doing this. Okay. This story. That's why, because I was like, oh, is this too gruesome? Because I could not stand that part. Sorry. This is so annoying for the the listeners. Just go. No, look it up. If you want to, if you're not squeamish in that way, look it up. It's really terrible and you're disgusting. If you're, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and what the no, hell's wrong with you if you look that What's up? What's wrong with you? Um, I'll just say he stabs her violently over and over with his meat cleaver, her neck, chest, head. It's terrible. I wish I could unknow the details mm. that I know, but Me too. here we are. Me too. Ellen was going in and out of consciousness, and she realized she couldn't hear him anymore. So she turned, looked in her bedroom, and he's standing there. He's not in a ninja outfit, and when he looks back at her he notices she's looking at him she's he screams at her to put her head back down and then comes in and hits her again with the hammer in the head so she was like i'm not moving again she did not move after that right then he took off her wedding rings and walked out and she said and that like it's just i can't imagine what's going through her poor head Mm -hmm. she he couldn't get them off of her and she was like, he's going to cut all my fingers off. Like, she was oh, like, this God. is going to be it. This is going to hurt. But he, she said, as soon as she thought it, they slid off. Fuck. So, I know. But at that point, your body's probably running on so much adrenaline. And like, I can't feel anything anymore. I hope that's what happens again. I, I, I think we've talked about true. this in a previous episode. But I hope that's what happens. Yeah. Um. So he takes her wedding rings, walks out. Ellen said she could tell she was losing a lot of blood and started getting really cold. Uh-huh. She wanted to go try to get help, but she had no idea where he was. Like, he could still be in the bedroom. Uh-huh. But she went for it. Good for her. She crawled out of her bedroom and threw herself down the stairs to get to her phone. She reaches the phone and calls her parents. Oh, that would be such a sad well, and scary like, reaction from them. Hold on one second. Nike will break. <laughs> so rude. I'm get. Oh my god! Is that are you just are you supposed to take two of the caps? I think just one. I think it says four. <laughs> You're psycho. I'm just kidding, but I am gonna take another. Oh my god! I gotta solidify that good sleep, and I can't get sick this week. I gotta catch up on work. Anywho, all right. Um, I'm thinking maybe it's the only phone number she can think of yeah probably obviously she's in a terrible headspace so i really don't have judgment her parents call 911 yeah the next thing ellen remembers is her father screaming when he walked in with the emts oh god that sight she also remembers hearing the emts talking in the ambulance about how they didn't think she'd make it and she thought to herself yes i am this man isn't going to take my life ellen you're a badass beyond belief 
Um, I know. So she's rushed into emergency surgery. She had to get over 600 stitches. Oh, God. She didn't even know how many times she was stabbed or beaten with a hammer, but the plastic surgeon said she had eight to 10 places of impact on her head. So she was hit at least that many times with a hammer and survived. Jesus. 18-year-old Troy Wigley was arrested at the bank trying to cash the check she forced, he forced her to write. He like was only idiot. 18? 18 years old. Can you believe that? How, Holy what shit. What in God's name went wrong with your life? Yeah. Where are your parents and what, what happened? That's what I was trying to look up about. There's really not much about him and her, or his background other than he was a drifter. Who hurt you, Troy? <laughs> For real. So Ellen testifies against Troy in court. And even though a lot of victims opt not to do that because they don't want to face, it's just traumatic. They don't want to face their offender again. Mm-hmm. She found it very empowering. Oh, I bet. Which I think is also b- pretty badass. That is badass. It, mainly probably because he tried so hard to kill her. And it was just like. What like, I, Yeah. I bet as like if it was like a rapist who didn't try to murder you, that would be traumatizing to see him. Like it's just reliving it. But there's some sort of vindiction, like a yeah. Ha, got you. I win. I win this fight, fucker. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. And I bet it was I would love to be the cop to be like, hey, Troy, pal, she survived. And she's yep. gonna testify against you. You're screwed. I just with his talk when he was at her house with how he'll he'll never get caught. I'm like, sorry, what was your plan? Yeah. So you you left her for dead, but then you like went to the bank to cash a check. What do you think was gonna happen? The husband was gonna come home, find her. They're gonna look at bank accounts, be like, who the hell's this? Her husband, I have no idea. He's look a kid. at the bank records, like, oh, he cashed this right after the attack. This must be him. like I'm like, sorry, what was the plan? I don't understand. I wish we knew that. Yeah, we don't. So, anyway, she survives, testifies, empowering, badass. What a badass. He was convicted of aggravated robbery and sentenced to life in prison. They could not charge him with rape because she said she was too sick to take a rape test, like, when she got to the hospital. (gasps) But it was talked about during the trial, so, like, I think the jury knew. Wait, aggravated assault and not attempted murder? That's exactly what I was about to start. No, aggravated robbery, not attempted murder. Murder. I was wondering that exact same thing. But upon further review, aggregate, aggravated robbery is defined as a person commits theft with intent to obtain or maintain control of property and, one, causes serious bodily injury to another, two, uses or exhibits a deadly weapon, mm-hmm. three, or causes bodily injury to another person or threatens or places another person in fear of imminent bodily injury or death if the other person is either 65 years old or older or disabled. But she wasn't 65. She's not, but he did the first two. Causes serious bodily injury. I know. Shall I leave that third one out? No, uh, no, I'm just baffled by that. So, but it wasn't just serious bodily injury. He was attempting to kill her. Yeah, no. weird. I think. I mean, but he got life in prison, whatever. Right. I think they decided the intent was robbery and not necessarily murder, but still. 
But I would think when she he got life in prison, when she so. says, I will give you everything I have. And he still beats her and rapes her. But I guess if she he can't prove rape back then. If she didn't take a rape test, fine. Take that out of the equation. If she said, I will give you everything and signs the check and you are still beating her, that is, I would think, aggravated okay. robbery goes out the window and it's now attempted murder. But again, he got life in prison, so. Right. Alan made a full recovery after many surgeries and several years of stress-related illnesses, obviously. She said she swears she cried for a year straight. Sweet angel. Breaks breaks my heart. But she really wanted to come out stronger than she was before, so she sought counseling and started working with other victims. In 1991, the governor appointed her as the first victim to serve on the Texas Board of Criminal Justice, which oversees the adult criminal justice system in Texas. She won numerous awards for her work. She had a prison unit named after her, and ultimately she became the director of the Victim Witness Division of the DA's office in Austin. Wow. She did a lot of good work. So through her victim advocacy, she worked with a program called Bridges of Life, where survivors of violent crimes go to prisons to meet with offenders to tell their stories and talk about how these crimes affected them, everyone in their life. Um, She wanted to meet with Troy, but he wouldn't do it because he said he was not guilty. Fuck off. Her wedding rings were were in his pocket. And also the cash, the checks he was trying to cash. You are outside your damn mind, Troy. (laughs) Stupid. You're an idiot. He might be on one of my least favorite lists of stories. He's just a moron. I know. Unfortunately, her marriage fell apart not long after the attack. She said her husband just did not handle it well at all. I was literally going to ask. Yeah. Isn't that sad? That is really sad. Troy is still in prison in Texas today. He's still alive. Um, He's filed for appeals a couple of times, but gets denied because Texas agrees he's a piece of shit who needs to rot in jail. Mm-hmm. Ellen is now retired and thriving. In the I Survived episode, they like ask, why Why do you think you survived? And she said it was because she simply wasn't ready to, ready to go. There you go. And she was like, nah, this dude isn't going to kill me. Yeah. Don't <sighs> underestimate my will to live. <sighs> yeah. She really is a badass. So that's the scary story of Ellen Halbert, I think about it almost every time I get out of the shower. I actually, I've thought about that in the shower a few times because the thought of getting out and seeing a ninja, ninja. in the corner really freaks me out. But that's why I always take my cell phone. I know she couldn't do this in the 80s, but I always take my cell phone in the bathroom. And if I forget it, I always think about what I would do if someone were trying to break in or, you know, home invade us. And I would lock the door and pretend I was on the phone with the cops. And make yes, my one, he's right there. Yes, he's at, you know. I, oh. I always think about, like, my escape. Interesting. But what if he was, like, Troy and had a weapon? Like, that wasn't going to... Oh, no, I always lock the door when I'm showering. Okay. And if my cell phone's not actually in there, I left it. I always am like, okay, well, if something happens, I'm just going to pretend I'm on the phone. I know, but what if that infuriated the person and they busted the door down oh i'm already hopping out the window oh i don't have a window in my bathroom oh well i mean pretending you're on the phone with the cops isn't gonna hurt 
If he's yeah, trying to bust in anyway, he's gonna he's trying to kill you regardless. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So another thing I do sometimes, maybe this can help someone. <laughs> sure. If especially if like pain's out of town, I'll mm-hmm. sleep. I mean, aside from having 700 golf clubs <laughs> yeah. and at home that I could kill someone with. Um, I bring my keys to my room because if someone breaks in, I'll, you'll set the, you're supposed to set your car alarm off. Oh, yeah. Because they're not going to be sticking around with all that noise happening. No, right. You know? Yeah. That's a good So call. just in case someone breaks in, I'm going to press the shell of the alarm and then I'm going to take a driver to the side of someone's head. Right. Or get a dog. Oh, or get a birdie. My birdie just came in. Oh, oh, it did? Mm-hmm. And I'm supposed to go outside and test it, and I, I should. I forgot to do that today, but it came in today. And a birdie, guys, is a, um, it was made, created by two women. I don't know why. It doesn't say on their website, like, why they created it, but um, it's a mini little thing you can put on your keychain, and if you pull it, it sets off a very loud sound and kind of like a strobe light. So, if, yeah, it's kind of like a personal alarm system alarm. yeah yeah and it's very loud but they do recommend you t- you do it first so you're comfortable doing it a second time if ever need be so yeah. my birdie just came in i need to get one yeah you do everyone needs to because i have mace but it's, i'm like it's not on my keychain the safety's a little too easy uh, it's easy to switch i'm like i'm not doing that it's in my car but you're scared you're gonna accidentally. i'm scared i'm gonna accidentally do it to myself or and i haven't tested it like i'm I would be a little uh-huh. reluctant to. You've tested mace, your mace. Mm-hmm. Did it? Yeah. Did it come back at you? That's what they always say. No, hell no. I mean, I didn't do it into the wind. <laughs> like, no, it didn't come back at me. Good God, it feels very back. light though. So I'm always scared it's empty. That's uh. my fear. So I'm like, I better stop testing this. <laughs> So I'm like, what if I needed it and nothing came out because I tested it too many times? It, it feels very empty. <laughs> so, uh, the, you know, you know. Well, that is Ellen Halbert. She's a truly a badass. I know. I can't say it enough, but she is a badass. Thanks for listening, y'all. Please join our Patreon. It is patreon.com i guess slash people are the worst you just search for people are the worst podcast yeah and we'll, you'll see us and you can you can listen to the bonus episodes on wherever you get your podcast right you don't have to go oh, to the yeah. website yeah 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 i did want to throw that in i forgot so some people i thought this too i thought you had to listen to bonus episodes within patreon app no you can share it like if you tap on your rss link it says share to whatever podcast app you want yeah. So you have it in, you're like, I listen to it in Apple. Right. Um, so it syncs up directly with where, wherever you listen to your podcast. So it's great. And it's fun. And, you know, it'll just, I don't know what to say. <laughs> just <laughs> done. Just keep that. Just join. I don't know. Just do it, and continue please. telling people, please. Y'all, it's so good. It's so good. We're almost at 10,000 downloads. We can do it. We're all in this together. <laughs> and it's a clap. Is that- I've never seen High School Musical, but I know that that's in it. I know. All right. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Have a great week. And uh, y'all are the best. People are the worst. Trust no one. <laughs> For real. Bye.